Matt. Hello. <laughs> Go on. I'm going home. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Real Brave Live, number 91. Kevin, remember a couple of years ago when we were doing, we were doing it in our, in our office? <laughs> Brave is a music studio online. You can find us at realbraveaudio.com. Today we're going to talk about for whom the bell tolls. We're going to do it in our office together here on. Do you do? You, can you read? Read what? Can you read? It depends. English, yes. You like books? I sure do. Okay. There's a lot of musicians that make. Or read books, uh, apparently. Uh, or maybe they just take the Cliff's Notes. Hi, Brian, by the way. Brian's here. I am here. Hello. Um, yeah, they I take the Cliff's it. Notes and they make a book uh, sing with uh, words and melody right. and rock songs. Right. That's a thing. Um, we've had some successful shorts, Kevin and Brian, with hundreds of thousands of views on our YouTube page. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for viewing, viewers. Yeah, we, they viewed it. And uh, Why aren't they you watching this though? Huh? Why aren't you watching this though? Come on, they will. To the longs. They will. We got longs. It's coming. Yeah, all right. It's coming. It's all. It's all happening. Ninety-two episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, well, Joe Rogan didn't start uh, his fame until after he. He was on the Man Show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's where he got his. Start. Yeah. Remember when Joe Rogan was on the Wait, Man Show? None of us are yeah. alumni of the Man Show. <laughs> yeah. I just sold a false bill of goods. Anybody ever hear eat a spider? Uh, no. Okay. Thank you. Actually, yes. Statistically, eight per year. So about. What statistics are you reading? I think it's eight per lifetime. Is it eight per lifetime? I, I would hope so. Year. I hope it's per lifetime. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Google this without looking at any. Pictures. I'm going to be analyzing my duty one time a year to make sure. Anyway, so um, one of the uh, songs that we've analyzed on our YouTube shorts is the song uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica, which was uh, named after the famous book For Whom the Bell Tolls by Ernest Hemingway. Kevin's still looking up how, much, how many spiders he eats a year. Um, the, it's actually... Uh Sleep yearly is not true. Okay. Uh, myth flies in the face of spider and human biology. Making my life a spider would end up in your mouth. I, mean, I, I, I can say I, I have some real life experience with this song. I recently was on Metallica in concert, uh-huh. and they played this song. You went to the big Metallica show. Uh, a friend of mine offered me a free ticket day of, and so I went. Yeah. Oh wow! How was it? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not particularly my cup of tea. You know, I, I like Metallica <laughs> fine, but. You know, it was funny. At one point, they dropped these giant beach balls. I mean, like, almost the size of the stage here, beach balls. Uh-huh. It was just guys in their 40s and 50s going, like, Ugh! trying to, like, get them in the air and nice. not wanting to look weak in front of their wives. Uh-huh. And, uh, I heard that it's, uh, it's like, a big sing-along now. Yes. It's not, like, a, a metal show. Oh, no. There was, there was no metal activity going on. Really? Yeah. The one cool thing was the stage was it was in the round and they had what they called the snake pit in the middle. So a thousand people were in the middle of the stage, 
And because the arena is so huge, they had four drum sets on the circle and the round. And so the band would move like different parts That's of the cool. stage. So everybody got a close view of them. Oh, which wow. Which is a, a cool way. To, if you're going to do a show like that, it's a cool way to do it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they play for like a couple shows? They did too. I only went to the, the second okay. one too. Yeah. Beach balls, huh? Yeah. And did uh, you, did a friend they of mine actually uh, took one of the beach balls home. And like she, she, she's turning it into a beanbag chair that she can sit in because it's okay. that big. Yeah, yeah. How did she do that? She destroyed it and then folded it up. She and just she uh, she no she let all the air out by like jumping on it. Okay. And then put it in her car and then brought it home. Does yeah. it say Metallica on it? It does. Get out of here. It's put seventy-two seasons it? tour or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I don't want to do it. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, did they play for whom the belt? They did. That's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I missed that. I missed that part of it. Yeah. Uh, how many spiders do you eat a year? Uh, apparently, not many at all. Okay. So where'd you get that information? This is from Scientific American. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we. Uh, it's good to know that we don't eat that many spiders a year. Uh, thank you, uh, Kevin. So, for whom the bell tolls is a novel written by the American author Ernest Hemingway. Have you ever read that, Kevin? No. But can you read, Kevin? I've read. I can read. Kevin, <laughs> my name, uh, and some choice other words. I did read uh, Old Man in the Sea and The Pearl. Both Old Man in the Sea. Both Hemingway novels. Or okay. Novellas. Mm-hmm. It was published in 1940. It was set during the Spanish Civil War, which took place from 1936 to 1939, and um, as the story unfolds, the main character. Involved uh, with a group of Spanish guerrilla fighters who are sympathetic to the re- re- uh, Republican cor- uh, cause. Uh, they basically it's 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 a war. Now book. When you say guerrilla fighters, not like real guerrillas. Oh, okay. That's a, it's a different it's a different type of guerrilla. <laughs> I was way too old when I realized that wasn't like monkeys <laughs> with guns. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, throughout the book, Hemingway delves into the psychological and emotional struggles of the characters. Kind of what Metallica does with the song, it's actually not related to the book. They just talk about the emotional impact of war in the song, and it's set to guitar, angry guitar and angry vocals. I actually don't know how it goes. (laughs) Sorry. For whom the bell tolls. Uh, Side note, so (laughs) I actually spent uh, way more time on um, looking up uh, auto urine therapy. What? Yes, because I, I could have sworn that Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> no. Do you know what auto uh, urine therapy is? I can guess. Yeah, what is it, Kevin? You either drink or bathe in your own pee. Sure. Uh, I, th- I could have sworn that Ernest Hemingway was that used to drink his own. Isn't uh, that Gandhi? Gandhi did. And Bear Gorillas. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> he's out of water, but that's a tar- terrible survival. So Ernest Hemingway never did, but Gandhi did. As well as Keith Richards, wow. okay. Well, he was probably getting drunk. Jim Morrison, yeah. And uh, you know what they have in common? Uh, they all died at twenty-seven. They all Gandhi did not die at twenty-seven. He looked. He looked. He looks like Keith Richards at twenty-seven. Yeah, Gandhi. <laughs> well, they're all dead. Um, so Keith no. Richards is not dead. What's that? Keith Richards isn't dead. That's true. They're not all dead. He's not. I just read that. I copied and pasted that, Brian. <laughs> Thanks for our, our uh, producer, Brian, correcting me as usual. Yep. <laughs> Literally says, does a number of famous people try to auto, uh, auto urine therapy for health re- reasons? Gandhi did it. Um, Steve McQueen, Keith Richards, and Jim Morrison. What do they have in common? They're all dead. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's it's probably true though. You know, the same way that everybody thought like Paul McCartney was a replicant of the original Paul McCartney. Did you see the uh, the movie on that? No. Yes, there's a movie on that. The bad like fake Netflix documentary, whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found myself watching that and like got very into it. And then I realized what I was doing, and I stopped immediately. Did you see an hour in the Beck music video that has Paul McCartney in it? No. AI'd onto his face, onto Beck's face. Get out of here! It's great. It's wonderful. They make music videos still. Yeah. Uh, For whom the bell tolls is featured on Metallica's second album, "Ride the Lightning," released in 1984. Uh, so the lyrics don't tell the specific story. Right. Uh, do, do you wanna Do you wanna listen to the song? Sure. Cliff Burton is doing a cool descending bass line right now. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's pretty much it. There's other stuff going on, too. How many times did Headfield say, yeah? Oh, I... If that was a drinking game, I'd be dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was all the time. Yeah, yeah! That's it, that's it. Anyway. So it's, it's a war song. And and you're not a big Metallica fan. Uh, no. No. Not really. And I'm not ashamed of it either. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like... But it's it's rhythm it's rhythm rhythmically cool. It's got some uh, it's I got some part to it. I just feel like if you're if if like if you're trying to make angry music, you know. Yeah. We'll do it with distorted guitars and, and Lars Ulrich. Yeah, but that's such an easy way to do it. You know what I mean? Like listen to like Shostakovich. That guy was angry. You know what I mean? Who's that? Uh, he was a Russian composer uh, during the Cold War. End of the. Uh, and like post World War Two Cold War era, uh-huh. and um, he did not like being in Russia, but he had to be. And yeah, uh, his, his uh, uh, string quartets <laughs> are like very, very angry. L- and it's like, and it's not like mm, it's not angry in a sense like distorted guitars. It's like angry in a sense that like you're listening to it and just so uncomfortable, and you could just hear dissonance. Like, is it just a lot like of dissonance? Yeah, a lot of like new style of harmony too. Um, but like that is like one example. Like another example. Is that like something we can hear, listen to? Can we play that? Uh, what's what's it? Burger Schmurgert. Kevin can look it up. Schmurgertov. Shostakovich. Yeah, I mean, I'll Dimitri say this about Metallica. I think that Metallica, when like when Ride the Lightning came out in '84, I think. Yes. I'm sure that was considered very. Uh, it's pushing the envelope. It's it's something new. It's something. It's a, a way to express these feelings in a more extreme way than have been expressed before. The way I describe Metallica to my wife, she said, are you a Metallica fan? I said, no, but I was 13 once. Like, you know, all of us sort of have this, like, it is, to me, it is very indicative of being young and angry and not really having smart words to say to express those things. So I borrowed the riffs of others. Yeah. Yeah. And it's spooky as heck. Yeah. As all heckins when you're younger. What do you got there, Kevin? Uh, That's the wrong one. Okay. It's kind of like uh, listening to one. 
and then seeing Johnny got his reading Johnny got his gun because I then I heard it was about that. Do you ever read Johnny got his gun? Uh, Can you read? No, I can't really. Uh, I had to read that in school. I I, I read it because when I found out that one was about war again, and it was basically about that, and then you saw the video for it. And it's messed up. Absolutely. Yeah. Listeners at home, we are listening to Shostakovich right now. Yeah. What piece is this, Kevin? This is Fifth Symphony, uh, the fourth movement. Imagine a, a bear chasing you through the Russian wilderness in the yes. snow. Can I be uh, Jack Nicholson? You may. Okay. No, that's not Jack Nicholson. That's uh, Leonardo Di- DiCaprio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Jack Nicholson. Just, Just like, like Jack, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Uh, this still wasn't the one I was thinking of. I'm thinking of the one. Bum, 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 bum. I don't know which one that is. But I know that was initially where my mind went to. Yeah. This just reminds me of music appreciation in college, which I fell asleep in and then memorized the, all the songs a, an hour before. Hitchcockian. This is mad as heck. I don't know. It sounds Hitchcockian. Um, what? <laughs> uh, one example, and it just, I don't know because like it's so easy to just overdrive a guitar and play loud. You know what I mean? Was it easy when they were doing it initially? I'm sure it was. They had amplifiers. <laughs> Are you saying yeah. that Fair. playing a uh, a power chord? Your one and the five is lazy. Is that what you just said? I'm not saying it's lazy. I'm just saying you just said that. I'm you just saying literally it's just super low hanging fruit. That's all. Well, what I'll say is this: I, I think that people should express themselves in ways that are authentic to them. And I don't think James Hetfield is going to sit down with a, a piece of staff paper and write a string quartet or a symphony. No, right? Uh, yeah. And so sure. That guy's expression was through, you know, power chords and whatever. And it doesn't have to be your expression, but I think it's. I don't think it's inauthentic, put it that way. Okay. I'll, I'll take that point and counter it with, what are you so mad about, though? <laughs> like, you, you, you're, you just, you, everybody, every death metal band. Very angry. Just like, you're just nerds. That's all. Just like me. We're just nerds. We know a lot about music and spent lots and lots of time in our bedrooms practicing guitar. Yes. Uh, I'm going to call Colin, our instructor here. Don't call Colin. Don't call Colin about <laughs> yeah. that. Just kidding. Uh, who, by the way, his his the, the short did well. Yeah, we're gonna do more of those. So great. Colin uh, is an incredible guitarist. He did a really good job. You guys did a great job of putting together uh, Hanger uh, eighteen and what else? We did we did six Metallica and Megadeth songs. Okay. Yeah. No, it was great, and it got great engagement, and we're gonna definitely do more of that. Um, but there was somebody recently saying that, and it's a famous producer, and I it was Steve Lillywhite saying like that. Bar chords are lazy. Bar chords are lazy. Yeah. Well, not bar chords. Uh, power chords. Oh, okay. Because you just th- there's no expression there. You're just doing. Bleh. Just parallel fifths. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's Steve or what. I I grew up playing Ramones songs. That's expressive. Ramones? Yeah. But they're they're expressing something. Yeah. Sonically, though, they're not ex- expressing very much. There's l- a lot to be. L- s- Unsaid. Yeah, I, I guess uh, 
you know, there, there's a very famous film called The Five Obstructions, and the whole idea is you have to work around these things in order to make something creative. And for the Ramones, an obstruction was their absolute lack of talent. <laughs> in terms of proficiency of their instruments, right? And so the way they made up for that was by playing power chords and mm -hmm. by writing, you know, silly songs about going down to the basement and the beach and stuff. Yeah. So. Famous Queens, New Yorkers. Yeah. Did they or they did the uh, Real Brave had a presence at the Ramones house on the anniversary of something or other? Joey yes, Ramones that's birth. exactly what happened. Or death. Birth? Birth. Maybe birth. You celebrate birth or death. You say birth. Birth. Yeah. yeah. Um, Depends who dies. We, we didn't hear, Dan. Are you a Metallica fan? I am a Metallica uh, acknowledger, yes. Well, no, no. I mean, wow. like, I definitely like Can them a lot. This guy sit on a fence or what? <laughs> Am I a fan? I, do I will I run out to pay four hundred dollars for seats? No. No, but if, if like me, your buddy called you day of and said, "I'm searching the show," I would go. Would you have gone? Yeah, yeah, I definitely would. I would say everything after the Black Album I hate, and I tried to listen to it. And but everything prior to that is is pretty incredible. That was great. Can we hear that a little bit louder there, can we, Kevin? Can we, can we that a bit, Kevin? It's not the same song though. A disclaimer: This is not for whom the bell tolls. This is not. That was just kidding. There it is. This is an amp. This little amp. I like that tone of that super overdrive. Whose amp is that? Uh, it was donated to us by Karen. Oh. Oh, it's a Mustang. Mustang. I thought it was like a classic. Uh, the other tune that has gotten a lot of... Um, if you go check out our, our shorts page... I don't know. We're just our shorts. You <laughs> Go pull it out our shorts, and uh, uh, there's another tune in there. Give me shelter, which uh, do you know that song, Kevin? Can you read, Kevin? Can we established that Kevin can read. Uh, Give me shelter is a song. It's it's labeled as their first protest song. They they're saying a lot of songs about girls. Kevin, well, Kevin figures that out. Uh, the song covers brutality, the brutal realities of war, including murder, rape, and fear. It features prominent guest vocals by American singer Mary Clayton. Yep. That's the, the high, uh, very awesomeness. Yeah. Lady Gaga did that recently with the 80-year-olds on stage. Um, I taught this once. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Johnny Dangerously. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> Have we talked about this before? I, think I don't have. think. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I taught this once. <laughs> once. once. <laughs> no one knows that movie, by the way. You and I are like two of the five. I know. Movies. I know. It's there's there's very few people that understand that. And I'm very sorry. Uh, while Kevin still tries to figure that out, we we had a, a comment. <laughs> I'm doing some interviews right now. Um, and one of the one of the 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 persons I'm interviewing, his name's uh, Elijah. Uh, this happened today. That's why I'm bringing it up. He wrote, uh, "Hey Dan, I just wanted to say the Real Brave Live podcast is hilarious." Who said that? 
Somebody I'm interviewing. No. Yeah. Wow. Now I know about the medical benefits of snorting ashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Look it up. It's we right. Didn't it's talk about that. It's right up there with uh, auto urination or whatever it was <laughs> we're talking about. Uh, oh man! It's essentially, a fringe science podcast. If <laughs> you want to know what we're talking about, go to the long. last <laughs> podcast. Uh, do do you know mainstream. anything? <laughs> do you know anything about uh, "Gimme Shelter"? Uh, it's a protest song. That was uh, apparently it could be a protest song, but it could also just be about uh, they were in a hotel and Keith Richards wrote a song about a storm that was happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, but it fit the ethos of the whole sure. the whole era that it came this, from. The late 60s storm that yeah. was brewing. Yeah, but the then, all, then also it could just be very literal. Yeah. It is also the name of the documentary about their concert at Altamont where people were killed by security. Oh, so, right, right, right. Uh, Hex Angels. Yes, the Hex Angels did that. And, uh, I, you know, so I think that there is a... Um, when people hear that song title now, they probably think of... Of Altamont and death. Yeah. Well, not many people know about that incident. I think the the older folks, older than us, yeah. older than Kevin, much older than Kevin. Take it. There it is. See, and when we were doing the Rolling Stones last time, uh, and when you play like that, minus Sans E string, right? That sounds like Keith Richards to me. Or Lindsey Buckingham. I don't know. Probably Richards. What are you doing right now, Kevin? Um, I'm, I'm playing. I'm trying my best to play this. I haven't heard it in a while, and I just looked at the tabs real quick to figure out what key it's in. It's deceptively tricky. It's not hard. It's just it's it's not what you'd expect to be playing. Oh, and a lot of the stuff too that you know a lot of the Keith Richards licks are in like open tuning. Yeah, you know, so like what you'll find online is written. It, it's for standard because nobody wants to sit around and detune their guitars every time they want to go right. play a Stone song. So a lot of it is tricky because it's not how he played it. You know what I mean? He's the whole guitar is in open G. Yes. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Five string open G. Five string open G. Huh. G D G yeah, yeah, yeah. G B. Right. I believe so, yeah. Mm. Not like this. It's usually a slide tuning, but he would write a lot of stuff without the slide. That's right. That and then snort his father's ashes. Yeah. Yes. Any, anything more we want to say about that before we uh uh never talk about this again? Uh, about gimme shelter or about snorting ashes? Uh Definitely not going to talk about that again. Although it, that apparently people like it. I mean, it, it depends on whose ashes, you know. They could have been real strong of heart and had a lot of courage. Yep. You could gain some of that courage. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Uh, there, you, you heard it here first. Uh, burn up your friends and your loved ones the and snort them. The ones that have qualities you'd want to adopt. <laughs> and the ones that were already dead, you know. Don't go around. We don't condone that on this podcast. Yeah, we don't like murder. There's enough corpse out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a good corpse out there you can find. Um... Check us out on uh, the YouTube at Real Brave Inc. You can see all of our shorts. There is a joke there. Probably. There is. Yeah. Yeah. I wear briefs. Our brief shorts. You can check out all of our shorts there at Real Brave Inc. Uh, please go there right now. Uh, please subscribe to this freaking thing. Please. And um, like and comment and tell us what you think. Okay? Mm. Do that. Mm. Real Brave is a music studio. We do <laughs> teaching online. 
Go to realbraveaudio.com and you can check out everything we do. You can check out our shorts on all the socials at Real Brave Inc. Um, tune in next time when we talk about something else here on Real Brave Audio.